Thank you for listening to this Podcast One production. Now available on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, PodcastOne.com, and anywhere else you get your podcasts. If you have a lot of student loan debt, and I know a lot of you really do, uh, I need to tell you about this company. It's called Credible.com. Credible.com is an online marketplace that gets you pre-qualified student loan refinancing rates from up to 10 different lenders. And so they're basically this great company. They're helping people get out of student loan debt. And if you've got student loan debt, you could really benefit from going to Credible.com. With a lower rate, you could save on interest. You can lower your monthly payment. And with a shorter loan term, you can get debt-free faster. Consolidate all your student loan bills in one place, and it's just this incredible peace of mind that you sorely need. Credible customers have given awesome reviews about how much better the lives have been since refinancing their student loans. On Credible, you see actual pre-qualified rates from up to 10 lenders, and it only takes a couple of minutes to check the rates. So go to Credible.com slash Dan. That's Credible, C-R-E-D-I-B-L-E dot com slash Dan. And when you refinance your student loans via Credible, they'll give you a $200 gift card. Just fill in a couple of pieces of info to check what rates you're eligible for. Again, that is Credible.com slash Dan. Refinance your student loans and start saving. Five-hour energy helps you get through your crazy on-the-go life. And now it comes in two great tropical flavors, strawberry banana and tropical burst. They're delicious and can transport you to a tropical paradise. Try them both, then vote for your favorite at 5hewin.com. You could be on the go to someplace you actually want to go. Offer ends 731.20. Terms apply. See www.5hewin.com for details. Apresúrate y visita una tienda Sprint hasta el domingo 8 de marzo. Cámbiate y recibe el increíble iPhone 11 con cámara ultra wide por 0 dólares al mes con Sprint Plus Lease al entregar un iPhone 6S o más reciente en cualquier condición. Además, te damos 100 dólares. iPhone 11 de 64 GB, 0 dólares al mes, luego de crédito de 29 dólares con 17 centavos al mes que se aplica dentro de dos facturas. Requiere entrega de teléfono actual desbloqueado. Arrendamiento lease de 18 meses. Activación de nueva línea y verificación de crédito. Si cancela temprano, el saldo restante será exigible. Excluye impuestos. Here he is from our Mercedes Mobile Studio. This is Dan Patrick. Ah, uh, we made it to a Wednesday. It's starting to feel like Super Bowl week here in Miami in a variety of ways. We're starting to look a little more Miami, at least I think. Dan Levitard, I think he was bringing gifts. I don't know if he was trying to punk us, but he brought over some shirts yesterday, and he uh, was bringing over some big poppy shirts. So Fritzy and I were able to fit in those. Yours is extra large. Mine's large. Polly couldn't fit into his. But uh, nice shirts. McLovin has a Poppy shirt as well. It says, give me though, Poppy. Give it to me, Poppy. Oh, give it to me, Poppy. From uh, Highly Questionable, I believe. Okay. The All theme right. there. All right. So, yeah, starting to feel and uh, look a little more at Miami and the weather. Finally accommodating here. I love when the media goes to the Super Bowl and they whine about, all, you know, the accommodations, travel, traffic, weather. Not us. We appreciate it. Even the fog rolling in yesterday. I thought it was a, a, a sign somehow of uh, Kobe Bryant. If you're watching on Audience Channel 239 Direct TV of the uh, or BR Live, you'll be able to see the portrait we have. Our street artist, R.C., he did this on short notice, folks. He did this probably on three days' uh, notice, and that's all spray paint there. He did that outside our studio. If you get a chance to, to look at this, he did a wonderful job. It's a 12 by 12 portrait of Kobe Bryant. He did Michael Irvin on day one, Don Shula yesterday, and Kobe. And what Archie does, and Archie does a lot of artwork for uh, Disney, he always includes a hidden Mickey Mouse in every one of his portraits. 
That's the only portrait he's ever done. There's no hidden Mickey Mouse in there. You'll notice the butterfly in the upper left-hand corner. That's for uh, Kobe's daughter. So uh, R.C. wanted me to uh, mention that. And uh, you know what? Maybe we can donate that to Mamba Academy. It's just it's so well done, and uh, you just kind of capture the spirit of Kobe Bryant with that. But uh, R.C., our street artist, did that. He's got two more that he'll do. Thursday and Friday from here in Miami. I want to say hello to our studio audience from West Palm. We appreciate the uh, folks who came in. That's where you can applaud for yourself. There you go. That's how it works. They're looking at me like, uh, you're talking to us? Yes, I'm talking to you folks. Carson Palmer, who uh, gave us, well, he didn't give us his Heisman. He loaned it. Well, he doesn't know it, but he probably gave it to us. He loaned us his Heisman trophy. We have that back in the uh, home man cave. Carson will join us coming up. Saquon Barkley of the Giants. Does Carson think he's picking up his Heisman today? Oh, I, I am a little concerned about that. No, that's going to be awkward. There was no discussion about it, but yeah. are we going to just keep it like for eternity if he doesn't initiate the conversation about getting it back at some point? Why are you asking these questions? Oh, he's, he's listening in the green Yes, he can hear that. I don't want to give the Heisman back. I mean... Well, he, well, he had it like in his garage with yeah, cobwebs all over it, yeah. like holding yeah. like books down or something. Yeah, uh, Saquon Barkley will join us. Gardner Minshew, the Jags quarterback, and uh, Barry Sanders, the uh, Lions Hall of Fame running back, will join us coming up as well. Whoa, Barry Sanders gets a round of applause there. Like any league, the NBA is typically slow moving. If uh, players want to change a uniform number, they have to wait until the next season. But when it comes to honoring Kobe Bryant. Those rules are out the window. The league is letting players with the number 8 and 24 change immediately if they want to. And those are magical numbers for players. It's just like Michael's 23. And it's been a remarkable stretch of the last couple of days, the outpouring of affection for Kobe in the league. So many players affected by this. And so many credit Kobe for helping them improve their game. And what I found out yesterday is the number of players that you didn't know reached out to Kobe and Kobe wasn't working for a team. He was working these individuals. He was helping an individual. He was a mentor. And there certainly is a brotherhood amongst those players, and it's been on full display. Uh, TNT did a wonderful job last night. I applaud ESPN uh, the night before where they replayed Kobe's 60-point performance. I saw the great Eddie George, the Heisman Trophy-winning running back in the hotel lobby, and he just said, I don't know about you, but I'm in a daze. Like, I, I, I can't get out of this. And I said, go back and watch the 60-point performance by Kobe. Celebrate who he was. He would, he would be all over you, Eddie, if he knew that you were moping around here. He would want you to go, hey, look back at what I did. And Eddie said, I, I'll try that. Michael Wilbon yesterday. And look, we all grieve. We all mourn in our own unique way. But I, I got to that point where I said, i got to celebrate this guy. Because if not, I won't get through this week. It'll be interesting to see how the league honors Kobe in the coming days. There's a little bit of a movement, a push, to have Kobe be the new logo for the NBA. And I'm sure Jerry West would be happy to sign off on that. You know, because Jerry being Mr. Humility, and, and he was the one who saw this greatness in Kobe, he'd probably love if he wasn't called the logo anymore. Even though I don't think I don't think Jerry West ever got a penny for being the logo of the NBA, the uh, All Star Game maybe they'll do something for Kobe. I don't know if you have one side wear number eight and the other team wear number twenty four, uh, but they'll do something uh, with Adam Silver at the helm. The NBA will do the right thing. First Laker home game is coming up on Friday. There was part of me that wanted the Lakers and Clippers to play last night, 
and and maybe that was just selfishly that I I wanted I wanted us to get back to basketball and appreciating Kobe. So you just and I know Pete Rozelle caught a lot of grief after John F. Kennedy was assassinated, and then you know you're going to play football that weekend. And it was something that he never overcame. It was always attached to his legacy. And I think Adam Silver was very sensitive to that. But, and I know we love to speak for the deceased. Kobe would love us. You know, they, he would love if they played. I, I think I'm pretty confident in saying, knowing Kobe, he would want the Clippers and Lakers to get back out there and play last night. But the Lakers, you know, they needed extra time because this isn't just a free T-shirt night at Staples. This is something that... You know, you're going to do once, and you want to do it right. And uh, they need the extra time, so I certainly understand that. Uh, if you'd like to get in touch with the program, you can, 877-3DP-SHOW. Email address is dp at danpatrick.com. Twitter handle at dpshow. McLovin, you got a poll question for us today. Yeah, we have a few. I'll give you a choice. We could go Super Bowl, football, or fishing. So what's the difference between football and Super Bowl? Uh, okay, Super Bowl... I think there people are not really talking about the Super Bowl storylines, maybe because of Kobe, but generally. So I would ask, which Super Bowl storyline gets you the most fired up? Okay. Fired up. Okay. okay fired up. Andy Reid finally winning the big one. Okay. Kyle Shanahan erasing the 28-3 debacle in the Super Bowl. Okay. Patrick Mahomes taking the next step into superstardom. Okay. Uh, the Kittle-Kelsey team, as I call it, the two best tight ends in the NFL. Or, I have this labeled, is Jimmy G any good? Question mark. That's the uh, theme. What, seems, seems kind of harsh. But okay. Well, yeah, but I think there's a lot of questions. What storyline is, is getting you riled up for the Super Bowl, or which one are you paying the most attention to? Uh, I would probably go Patrick Mahomes. Just, you know, you take that next step, because people view him as the best quarterback in football. I, I, I know that it, it sounds strange to say this. I, I don't want him to have an Aaron Rodgers career from the standpoint of, boy, he's the most talented quarterback. How many Super Bowls did he win? Oh, he didn't win any, or he won one. You know, you get that chance. Russell Wilson may not get a chance to win another Super Bowl, and he was how close to winning two. I would say I want Mahomes to be recognized for being this great quarterback. And unfortunately, in, you know, in our bottom line, you have to win sports society. We want to know how many championships you have. Yeah, McLovin. I mean, think back. Dan Marino got it. Yeah. It was his second, second year. And never got back. I yeah. mean, that could be Mahomes. Yeah, Paul. The storyline I kind of like the sneaker is if Jimmy Garoppolo wins the Super Bowl and, like, he's the MVP, where it's not Mostert or the defense, the fallout in New England, it's a sneakier storyline. But if they're sitting there out of the playoffs and they're watching Jimmy Garoppolo, who they let go, that's going to have repercussions with the Tom Brady situation. I know that's deeper, but I like it. It should not. If you said, <laughs> and I said this at, not. at the time, hey, um, you got to get rid of Jimmy G, but you're going to win two Super Bowls. You're going to go to three you would have signed up for that in a second. Not, oh, no, we never should have gotten written to Jimmy Garoppolo. Well, you couldn't keep both of them for what Jimmy G was going to make. And I think Tom wanted him out of there. I just would have gotten more. How is it that Mitchell Trubisky and Jared Goff and Carson Wentz can command more than Jimmy Garoppolo? Jimmy Garoppolo, you got him for, what, a second-round pick? 
Yes, well, that was just get him out of town because Tom talked to Kraft or something. Right? That was a Brady power play, as I recall. Yeah, but Belichick is still the genius. You'd think he'd be able to rip off somebody while finding a soft landing for Jimmy Garoppolo. By the way, Patriots fans have to lie. He threw eight passes in the uh, last playoff game, Jimmy G. They, they can't be feeling jealous about what they've seen so far, can they? But he did look good <laughs> throwing those eight passes, and that's really important. The only way you can replace Brady is with a better-looking quarterback. And they had it right there. Yes. Whoa, 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 whoa. Easy. <laughs> Easy. Speaking for Boston. Yeah. Yes, McClellan. I have to pull questions off today's guest list. Uh, you so can't tell the story about what was in Jimmy G's draft profile? Oh, gosh. Uh, he, had to, well, no, this, he is not alone, but apparently the word was that he had some uh, questionable follows on Instagram. Did they, he follow them or did they follow him? I think he might have followed some... You know, there are a lot of questionable Instagram accounts, and just there's a fine line between influencer and adult influencer <laughs> on Instagram. <laughs> so he, part of his draft profile was he he followed I, porn I stars? No, no I, I can't confirm that. I can't confirm that. <laughs> and, but, that and that's a negative, right? Well, you know, that's a big thing. Ricky, don't raise your hand. Yeah. No, raise your hand. no, you can't talk. I'm just going to say that he, when he was drawing up plays, instead of having the X's and O's, he had XXX, and that confused everybody because you have to have the O's. <laughs> I can't confirm that, by the way. But if you look at you know they're doing that to kids now. They look at all yes. their drafts. Yes. Uh, so every 12-year-old out there who thinks they have an NFL future. <laughs> okay. I have a question off today's guest list. Would you rather win the Heisman? We have, I believe, two Heisman winners. Yeah, Barry Sanders, Carson Palmer. Um, or the Super Bowl MVP. I'll give you a choice. Hmm. That's a pretty – if you win the Super Bowl MVP, that means you're the man. But you could maybe not be a great NFL player, and you may not have been a great college player. You could be Timmy Smith. Right. Or what was it, Larry Brown with yeah. the Cowboys? Yeah. I uh, hmm. I think I would go Heisman. Because you can't win a Heisman off just one game. No. You have to be great for an entire season. And I, I would go I would go with that. Yeah, Todd. But the ultimate dream when you're a college player is to make it to the NFL and then to play in a Super Bowl and then to win a Super Bowl and then to be the most valuable player of the Super Bowl, how is that not bigger than the Heisman Trophy? As cool as that trophy looks, Super Bowl MVP. But, but we've had guys who have won it, and they've only been good in that game. Yes, but you're the Super Bowl MVP. You got to the pinnacle of your sport, and you were the most important player of, and when you're walking around with that ring, you're a Super Bowl champion and you're the MVP, which a lot of Heisman winners, I think, would trade that in. Todd, I just answered the question. I, I, I can't believe you're saying Heisman. Here. I you're yelling at Heisman me. Trophy. Yes, Paul. All right, here's one. Let's let's put a name to this. Whose career would you rather have? Santonio Holmes, Super Bowl MVP with the Steelers, and a good NFL player. Fair, good yeah. NFL player. Yeah. Or Tim Tebow. Timmy Tebow. Oh, that's ridiculous. You go with the most famous Heisman player <laughs> and the, the least but a famous who, Super Bowl MVP in the last 15 but years. But a guy who washed out in the pros and didn't have a, a pro legacy. Okay, then let's do Tom Brady or Eric Crouch then. Why don't we do that? It's, or, you know, let's do Ben Roethlisberger. Oh, actually, he didn't win, did he? He ben, did not. Yeah, it was uh, Holmes, right. Yeah, yeah it was, it was uh, Holmes. But now, by the way, was Eli really the Super Bowl MVP? You were on the field there. No, I would have given it to the defensive line. It's just they show no creativity. The offensive line for the Broncos when they won their first Super Bowl was unbelievable. Unbelievable. And I would have given it. But, you know, they got to have one person, and they give out a car or truck to one person. But the defensive line for the Giants, the pressure they put on Brady in both of those Super Bowls, if that doesn't happen, it doesn't matter what Eli does. Because they kept the score close, so Eli only needed to make a couple of plays. That defensive line was unbelievable. 
Unbelievable. When you say the Broncos offensive line was, you mean unbelievably dirty with those top blocks? <laughs> Is that what you were saying? <laughs> yes, Paul. Joe Flacco or Herschel Walker? Joe Flacco, good NFL player, won a, a Super Bowl MVP. Herschel Walker, not a great pro career, good pro career, but known for college. Okay, Gino uh, Toretta or John Elway? Oh, <laughs> I need two hours on that. I need two hours on that. Yeah. I'm just saying, personally, I would take the Heisman. No, and also, when you're Heisman, you're Heisman for life. Yeah. It seems like a really good club to be in. Yeah, you normally don't forget who was a Heisman Trophy winner. You get to go to Disney if you're a Super Bowl MVP. I think they still do that. Remember? I'm going to guess if you're a Heisman Trophy winner, you can still go to Disney. Yes, Todd? But when you're introduced in circles, you know, when, when regardless of what your ego is, you could be introduced as Heisman Trophy winner Dan Patrick or Super Bowl champion Dan Patrick. I don't see how they even come close no, to No, I get it. I'm just saying, for me... It's about the individual award, and you know I'm all about individual <laughs> awards, Todd. I don't want to share in a team award. Yeah, same factor. Right? You know, if we won a sports Emmy as a team for the show, it's one thing. But when I win it individually, man, it feels so much better. The Super Bowl MVP is an individual award. You're all winning the Super Bowl, but you're the only MVP. I couldn't have done it without my teammates. Yes, Paul. Marcus Allen or Nick Foles. Marcus, Marcus Allen. Allen. He may have Super Bowl MVP and Heisman, so it's not fair. Unfair question. Did he win the MVP when the Raiders beat the Redskins? I would think so. He should have with that. What, he reversed? That reverse that reverse oh, my gosh. I always thought Marcus Allen was the running back equivalent of Jerry Rice. From the standpoint, he never looked fast, but nobody ever caught him from behind. Like Jerry Rice ran a 4-6-40. I don't remember him being caught by somebody from behind. Yeah, it's unbelievable. So why do we study Marcus the 40? Marcus was MVP. Why do we study the 40 like that, then? I would study the 10. I, I want to know how quick you are off the ball. 10 yards? You know, how many times do you run 40 yards in a game? Maybe once or twice if you're lucky. But this goes down to, this goes back to Paul Brown, great coach. And he wanted your 40-yard time because of the punt. And that you were running down the field. He wanted to know how fast you ran down the field on a punt, which is about 45 yards. And that's where we came up with the 40-yard dash. And now we got linemen running a 40-yard dash. Rich Eisen running the 40-yard dash. Exactly. But we know it now. Like, someone says you're a 4 40 That means something. You can't say you're a 1.810, like the baseline <laughs> for casual draft <laughs> Yeah, but we think of 4 40 that you're really good. Yes. It doesn't mean anything. Yeah, it just means you're fast, but it means you could be fast. And why aren't you aren't why aren't you any better than what you are? So one more poll okay. today, Jeffrey. Would you rather be super strong like Saquon Barkley or super fast, also like Saquon Barkley? So you have a choice. Ooh. You can bench press twenty nine. He did twenty nine reps of whatever it was at the combine, or run a four three. Like be super fast. What are his thighs, by the way? That's why I was going to ask a question. Does he? The biggest question I have for today's guest on the show. If any question. Can he buy his pants off the rack, Saquon Barkley? No, I don't think so. I'm dead serious. I've been dying to know. I can't answer that for you. That's no. a hard no. What kind of rack has pants like that? Could he put? Could I put both of my thighs together and not equal one of his thighs? These are the questions America wants, and we will find out those answers He's today. He's his thighs together yeah. and trying to measure them. <laughs> I bet it's probably pretty close. <laughs> I think his thighs are – are his thighs 28? Checking. 28 inches. I, just kidding. I don't know where I would check that information. We started out with Garoppolo and porn, and now we're with thighs with Saquon Barkley. Sounds like a Wednesday. Yeah, Super Bowl week. yeah. Sounds like this program. Just getting started here, 18 after the hour. We'll talk to Carson Palmer. I hope he didn't come to pick up his Heisman because he's going to be disappointed. 
Uh, and also, no, I'm not even going to say this question. Is I going to surprise Carson with? Yes, yes, Paul. Do you want the Barkley thigh waist ratio information now or later? I think I have it. He had wears size 34 or 36 pants in the waist. His thighs are 29 inches around. Yeah. Each. each, and he's got two of my heard. Yeah. Okay. Can we check that? We're checking on that. Okay. So 29. Each thigh is 29 inches. Well, I got him, you know, on the waist, I'm equal to him, you know. <laughs> hey, we wear the same waist in our pants. Let's take a break here. I think we've done enough damage. It's uh, 18 after the hour, just getting started here. Dan and the Dan and Stan Patrick Show. How much money are you paying in interest on your credit cards every month? Too much? Then why not consolidate your credit cards into just one payment at a lower fixed rate and start saving money now? It's easy with a credit card consolidation loan from Lightstream. Rates are as low as 5.95% APR with auto pay. You can even get your money as soon as the day you apply. Lightstream believes that people with good credit deserve a better loan experience, and that's exactly what they deliver. I heard about Lightstream through a radio program advertisement. I'm so glad I had the courage to reach out and try their service. Top-notch customer service and support, very streamlined process, no issues or regrets. Just for our listeners, apply now to get a special interest rate discount. Save even more. The only way to get this discount, go to lightstream.com slash danpatrick, L-I-G-H-T-S-T-R-E-A-M.com slash danpatrick. Subject to credit approval. Rate includes 0.5% auto pay discount. Terms and conditions apply, and offers are subject to change without notice. Visit lightstream.com slash danpatrick for more information. Once again, I urge you, Visit lightstream.com slash Dan Patrick for more info. Five-hour energy helps you get through your crazy on-the-go life. And now it comes in two great tropical flavors, strawberry banana and tropical burst. They're delicious and can transport you to a tropical paradise. Try them both, then vote for your favorite at 5hewin.com. You could be on the go to someplace you actually want to go. Offer ends 73120. Terms apply. See www.5hewin.com for details. Had fun uh, yesterday. We went fishing. We'll talk about that. And uh, last night, the Danettes went to the Miami Heat game. And, uh, yeah, Heat Celtics. It was fun. I, I didn't realize Udonis Haslam is still on an NBA roster. So I looked down at the, the Heat bench, and there's Justice Winslow and other guys. And I see this guy who looks really old. I was like, man, I think that's Udonis Haslam, the former Heat player. And he's wearing sweatpants. All the other assistant coaches are wearing suits. I'm like, isn't he an assistant coach? And I look up, he's still an active, air quotes, player at 39 years old. I thought he was as old as I was. I mean, he's been around a long time. Yeah, CFC. Yeah, uh, they took us down for a second into like this tunnel that the um, the players run out of, right, like right through the locker room, and then there's this tunnel, yeah. and it's like the softest carpet you've oh. ever had, you've ever felt. You're walking on like air. It's really interesting. And we, uh, someone goes, move, 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 and then all of a sudden Jimmy Butler comes running and almost knocked over yeah, all of us. Yeah, yeah. He was the last man on the court. What did you guys think of those uniforms? You know, you know what? When I first saw the Heat uniform, which is kind of this mix of an aqua, greenish, bluish color, I was like, ah, those don't work. But when you see them in person, they work, and the fans love them. Yeah, I loved them. I thought they were great. Yes, Todd. I wasn't crazy about it. Okay. Why are you Debbie Downer today? I'm not Debbie Downer. Like, I don't know. It just feels like, by the way, Fritzy heard from Sparrow yesterday. Like somebody from corporate reached out because all these great restaurants, Fritzy's been going to Sparrow because the ziti's good there. I haven't heard from Shake Shack yet. No, I'm not going to try to throw things out yeah. just to get free stuff. It's, it's I think a crate of ziti may be coming my way to Connecticut. And didn't they have some bad pun, Sparrow? Didn't they said? 
I was something like, sorry about my mock. It's not as quite as cheesy as your mock headlines, but expect a. No, he said you're needy for our ZD. Something yeah, like that. Yeah, some kind of corny rhyme. In yeah. There. But I don't want to bash it because then my crate of free uh, ZD is not going to We want to thank the Miami Heat for uh, hosting the Danettes last night. I, there's always this look of panic when the PR person is inviting our, everybody from the show and then just the Danettes show up. Where's Dan? <laughs> <laughs> uh, what happened to Dan? Your, your, your seat changes <laughs> a little bit there. Hey, we got some great seats right up there. Yeah, enjoy the game, guys. Yeah, Paul. You know what stood out, though? We walked over to, uh, to our seats, and we knew, knew a few guys who had courtside seats. I mean, courtside right behind the heat bench. But And I was like, wow, that's pretty good seats they got. And they put us in row six behind the basket, and they were perfect seats because you could actually see. The two guys who were courtside text us, we can't see a thing. We're we got seven-footers in front of They're it. like, we couldn't see one minute of the game. So the better seats are actually up a few steps. Uh, what we did last night brought to you by Stoli Vodka. The Bloody Mary we had with Cucumber Stoli yesterday was very, very delectable before we went out on the boat. Probably not the best thing to drink before you go out on the boat, but... Flavors like lime, cucumber, citrus, bold, delicious, stoly flavors. The foundation for a perfect Bloody Mary. In case you're uh, trying to keep up with your New Year's resolution, a simple classic cocktail like a stolen soda. Zero sugar, by the way. Uh, only 100 calories, Todd. That's nice. What kind of shot is that to take? That's not nice. I'm sorry. I know I got some pounds to lose. We don't have to do that on national radio TV, though. Anything? Yeah. I was waiting for the... Uh, I got to get to Carson Palmer. I understand that. Real quick, the PR person, I was worried about getting this email saying, oh, so what time is Dan arriving? Or we'll put the tickets under his name or something where we would totally be blocked out of being able to... Did you lie to the Miami Heat that I was going last night? I was under the impression that you were going, and then uh, you blew us off. And you had <laughs> oh, that's a lie. Our following guest is the second most productive redheaded quarterback to ever play for the Cincinnati Bengals. He also had a prolific college career at USC back when the Trojans were actually good. He went on to be the number one overall pick and set an NFL record by not throwing a single incompletion in his rookie season. It's because he didn't throw a pass in his rookie season. Please welcome the man whose Heisman Trophy currently sits in my man cave and he'll never get it back, Carson Palmer. Yay! Carson looks like he could still play, joining us on behalf of the FedEx Air and Ground NFL Player of the Year Awards. Could you play right now? How Absolutely long would it take? Not. No? Absolutely not. I would pull a hamstring running out for warm-ups. There's no chance. If I gave you six months? If you gave me six months to train, I could I could get two more games in. When, when do you know that it was time when you just said I... Does, is it the love of the game, or is it just the physicality of the game? No, it's def definitely not the love of the game. The love of the game, I don't think, ever leaves you. It, at least it hasn't left me yet after two years uh, post-career. But, you know, I think you start to realize it's not a it's not a one practice or a one game where you go, oh, man, I, I might be getting too old. It's the culmination of, of going through the offseason and training and, and getting your body ready for an upcoming season. And then you start taking those hits week one through – 16 and and you start realizing at least i did in, in my experience i started realizing week four week eight week 12 i was like man this is starting to really be uncomfortable i'm starting to lose a little bit here lose a little bit there it might be time well i think it's time after we saw you throw during the uh, commercial break because the arm didn't seem that accurate and you were throwing to mclovin uh if well, we we can show this video here. Here's the Carson throwing to McLovin. This is a tradition like any other. McLovin takes on uh, the great arms of the NFL, and he puts on his gloves, he puts on his helmet, and uh, you smoked him a couple times. You overthrew your receiver at one point. Well, I thought he wanted it. I thought his breadbasket was a little higher than oh. it actually was, but 
I was telling McLovin after the, after one of the catches, he reminded me a little bit of Chad Ochocinco. I just I had a flashback. He, you know, just the athlete that you are underneath that shirt. Yeah, flamboyant, spectacular. Yeah, I was going to celebrate that, but you know, it's just going I'll to celebrate work. Celebrate that for you. Yeah, yeah, well done. Well done. What do you miss the most? Um, I mean, obviously Sundays you miss the the competition on Sundays, um, but there's there's a certain you know, comfort level you get with being the face of the franchise, the quarterback of an organization, the pressure that you have on, on a daily basis throughout the offseason, on a Wednesday, Thursday, Friday practice, in meetings, um, and obviously on game days on, 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 a, on the stage uh, when you get that chance to play. But just that consistent pressure and stress and expectation from everybody around you in the organization and, and on the team you miss that. You miss as soon as you go into retirement, it it like that disappears. So, I really do miss um, you know that that constant pressure. When you look at Patrick Mahomes, that it, it it feels as if he's making it look easy. It's not that easy. But why does he give you that appearance that he, he's making it look easy? Yeah, he you know he just seems to play. Um, he he kind of reminds reminds me a little bit of Favre attitude mentality wise where. Hey, if he if he if he throws one in the wrong spot and it gets picked, it gets picked. He'll come back and throw two touchdown passes to make up for it. Or, you know, that that smile on his face, that that natural, um, you know, the the third down run he had for the touchdown um, two weeks ago in the AFC Championship. It was like he was out in the backyard just just playing. And he kind of plays. It's not a reckless abandon, uh, but it's just a he plays with with some some freedoms and and uh, you know just stress free, worry free. Uh, and it's fun to watch, and it lets him go out there and, and make those type of jaw-dropping plays. Can you empathize with Jimmy G, even though he's in the Super Bowl? It feels like if they lose, it'll be somehow on Jimmy Garoppolo. That's the position. I mean, unfortunately, when, when you sign up to play quarterback, you're the bum or the hero. Yeah. And, and whether, you know, you play the worst game of your life, you know, it, it gets... Uh, magnified and blown out of portion. When you play a pretty good game, it's like it was the best game they've ever seen. So, I mean, that, that's the position. There's no doubt about it. And people can can say what they want about Jimmy and the NFC Championship and throwing, you know, under 10 passes. But Jimmy's the number one seed and and had a first round bye and is here in the Super Bowl. So he's, I think he's sitting in his hotel room or on the practice field laughing at everybody. We were asking a poll question: Would you rather win the Heisman or Super Bowl MVP? You won the Heisman. Would you trade in that Heisman for a Super Bowl MVP? Yeah. Anyway. And that's that's no offense, obviously, the Heisman. It's, it's an amazing honor and, and um, you know, a tremendous honor. But, yeah, I think, I think it's just natural. Uh, you always want what you don't have. You already gave away the Heisman, so you gave it yeah, to am I, is that, am I, is that Am I getting that back? It's on... Consignment, I think, okay. is, is what it is. Is it cemented onto a shelf where you just I, can't I, see I would to... have to ship the entire bar to you. because I'll take it's, the bar. It's, it's, I'll take the bar. It's, it's take a, the bar. I, what did you do with that Heisman before we got it? Because it had dust all over it. it it's all banged up. It's, it looks like it played in the game. It was a long time ago. I'm old. I know, but what I'm did old. you do? It's the Heisman. It was in my garage. Um, and and uh, it's just it's a very mature... Heisman Trophy. Oh, it's yeah. been through. It's seasoned. It's grizzled. Yes, it's seasoned. a veteran Heisman. I would have put it on as a hood ornament in my car if I had a Heisman. Your Rolls Royce. 
Yeah, Bentley. Bentley. Yeah, not a Rolls. Nobody has Rolls Royces anymore. They, 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 but I'll, I'll get it back to you eventually. Eventually, okay. You know what? When USC wins the national title, I'll get it back to you. Um, are you going to live that long? <laughs> are you? <laughs> I don't know. That's a good question. What advice would you give Joe Burrow to go to Cincinnati? Um, you know, he's, he's such a spectacular talent. I mean, I, 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 think, I think people have really kind of overlooked him by talking about Chase Young and some of these other guys and, and Herbert from Oregon. You know, I, I think he's, he seems to be a, an obvious number one pick. Um, I think he's more athletic than we think. I, I think he can run more than, than, uh, than he's shown. And, and what you saw him do with his legs in the SEC against, really, the SEC is full of defensive NFL talent. You've seen him um, athletically take over games. You've seen him do it in the national championship, just dropping dimes left and right all over the field and into tight coverage. Um, you know, he's, it's, I think it's, he's head and shoulders the number one pick. Um, you know, going going to Cincy. You know, I, I've been there. I, I know how that feels. You know, I, I know. Um, you at least what, at least went to a team. I think had come off eight wins. Like you got drafted number one, and then John Kitna played, and I think you yeah. guys won eight games. So you had some talent there. I'm just worried that as much as I love Cincinnati, Joe going into that environment with that ownership and not having any talent. I mean, that's a recipe for disaster for quarterbacks. Yeah, but the one thing that that Duke Tobin's done a great job since he's he's kind of seems like he's been leading the charge as far as the draft process goes. Is there, there's been some talent there, um, you know, whether the organization buys in and, and is fully uh, going after a Super Bowl and really trying to win a Super Bowl is, is the other question. But talent-wise, they, they've had some good players. I, I was fortunate to play with a lot of really good players since that. Just the receiver position. I mean, from Chad Ochocinco, T.J. Hushmanzada, Peter Warwick. I mean, there, there was, and you can go on and on. There was, there were some really good players, some really good skill players on the offensive side of the ball. Um, you still got A.J. Green. Hopefully, he says he wants to come back. We'll yeah. see. Um, but they're drafting number one for a reason because they were the worst team in the in, in the National Football League. So obviously, he's not going into an environment like Patrick Mahomes went into in Kansas City. Um, so we'll see. Yeah, Mahomes went into an already made offense. Uh, but he sat behind Alex Smith. With that, that helped. He had Andy Reid there, and then you have you know those great skill position guys. But you know you start to look at that position, and you know you just go, you can get overwhelmed quickly, even if you're on a good team or a better than average team. So I, I worry about that with him. Carson Palmer joining us. Your favorite Chad Ochocinco story that you will tell your grandkids? Um, I, I don't not I don't have one that sticks out in my mind. I just remember every time I stepped into the huddle, he was open. He on run plays. <laughs> they were, were running. We're running forty-two ISO. I'll be wide open, Chad. There's going to be offensive linemen blocking downfield. I'll be wide open. I mean, that was that was um, that was an every every play occurrence in the huddle with Chad. Don't, do you want that from your receiver? Absolutely. Oh, I okay. loved it. I never, I, I, I very never rarely told said, I very rarely said, Chad, very, very <laughs> rarely, because he brought that energy. And, and I, I think, you know, as serious and as, as big as the NFL is, you still need some jokesters. You need guys that make, make light of certain situations. Call it complicated play for us right now. Uh, gun pro. No, right. no, no, full voice. Line of scrimmage, or am I? I'm in the huddle. Snap count? I need that, and then, then the snap count. I need you to do Dan Marino for me. Okay. So, so like, like you're you're the, you're Chad Ochocinco in the huddle, and, and I'm giving you the play in the huddle. You're gonna give me the play, and then we go to line of scrimmage, and okay. then you call. Okay. 
Uh, just a, a simple third down play would be gun pro right, zip, rip, 686, Z over, H Ricky, on two, on two. Ready? Break. Break. Okay. Good line of scrimmage. Okay. Set. White 80. White 80. Hut, hut, hut. But that's three hut, hut, huts. I know, but, but I, went on, I went on the first. I, I used to do that. I would say it's on one, and I would keep saying hut so that maybe a defensive lineman would, would kind of back off and go, oh, what's going on? And then, and then rush the passer. Rogers is pretty good. Rogers is really good at it. Yeah. And uh, Marino gave you, that's right, that's right. Like yeah. it sounded like it was a, pretty good. Yeah. yeah. Do you want to judge these guys right here? Holly? Yeah. Uh, and why is it green 19? Uh, like, I, I don't understand that you, Holly. That, that's Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. Green 19, yeah. Green 19, that? And then he, and then he stops. That's the average, but yeah. Whoa. Whoa. I, was, I was white 80. I was a white 80. White, white 80. 80. White 80. White 80. Okay. Uh, Fritz, do you want to give Carson one? 68, Baker Bruce, angle exit, angle exit. I <laughs> 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 got an NFL film for McLovin, you got one? 56 the mic. No, no, 54 is the mic. I don't know who the mic is. How big? <laughs> that was the best one. <laughs> this little voice isn't going to cut through. Do you really have to point out the mic linebacker? It feels like that's it is actually paramount. It actually is. No, don't, doesn't the center know where the mic linebacker is? Uh, the mic is always changing, and everybody up front needs to know who the mic is, especially the halfback in the backfield that's blocking. What does the mic linebacker mean? The middle of the three. So there's Mike, strong side linebackers is Sam, weak side linebackers the Will. Okay. Seton, you got one? No, I was going to actually ask, so what exactly is the Mike linebacker? Yeah. yeah. You guys, Everybody talks about it, but you're like, so who is I know. Like you guys talking, you know, you get these analysts who. Yeah, start, sorry. Just, just flying yeah, over your head. Yeah, you're going. It's just the Mike linebacker, middle linebacker. Like double whammo block. Like A gap and all that. So, let me, come on. Yeah. We can sit Do you have a chalkboard? We could get up on the chalkboard <laughs> no, and die I don't want to do that. For you. All right. Uh, tell me about the uh, FedEx Air and Ground NFL Players of the Year Awards. So, yeah, voting ins for, for fans tomorrow at 3 Eastern. You can vote on, on NFL's Twitter page. You can vote at NFL.com backslash or forward slash FedEx. Uh, we're going to hand out the award Saturday night uh, right before the honor show. It's, it's, uh, it's coming down to the wire. The, the three quarterbacks are uh, Lamar Jackson, who got my vote, who had obviously a spectacular year, Russell Wilson, Patrick Mahomes, and then the tailbacks uh, for the ground player of the year, are Derrick Henry, who also had a spectacular year, um, and then Nick Chubb and, Mc- and Christian McCaffrey. McCaffrey, what McCaffrey did was phenomenal, yeah. you know, catching the ball, running the ball. Um, but, yes, voting voting closes tomorrow at 3, uh, and FedEx is donating $40,000 for both players and, and, and their names to the USO, and the USO program is a spectacular program. It helps our recently retired service men and women transition into the next phase of their lives. So it's NFL.com slash FedEx. And can I have your FedEx number if I need to send your Heisman back? Uh, I'll do whatever it takes. <laughs> I'll do whatever it but takes. But your to wife get it back is not saying, what, you know, are they sending your Heisman back? Does she care that it's... I don't even know if she knows that you have it. <laughs> but uh, yes, I'll, I'll pay whatever it costs. Okay. I have a feeling it's going to take a while. It might take a while. Okay. But I, I promise I'll get it back to you. I promise. Okay. And we don't have to wait for USC to win a national title because that's not happening anytime soon. No. No, not next year. All right. Uh, he's the great Carson Palmer. Uh, we appreciate your generosity, and uh, thank you again. Thanks for having me. Take a break. Back after this. Do you own or rent your home? Sure you do, and I bet it can be hard work. You know what's easy? Bundling policies with GEICO. GEICO makes it easy to bundle your homeowner's or renter's insurance 
along with your auto policy. It's a good thing, too, because you already have so much to do around your home. Go to Geico.com, get a quote, and see how much you can save. It's Geico easy. Visit Geico.com today. That's Geico.com. Once again, it's Geico easy. Visit Geico.com today. Geico.com. Hey, listeners, just wanted to take a minute to thank all our great sponsors and all of you great listeners for supporting this podcast. We certainly couldn't do it without either of you. And I wanted to remind you that you can support our sponsors by going to our show page at podcastone.com, clicking on the Support This Podcast button, and there you will see all our wonderful sponsors that help make this show possible. Thank you for downloading, subscribing, and, of course, supporting. And now, back to the show. Five-hour energy helps you get through your crazy on-the-go life. And now it comes in two great tropical flavors, strawberry banana and tropical burst. They're delicious and can transport you to a tropical paradise. Try them both, then vote for your favorite at 5hewin.com. You could be on the go to someplace you actually want to go. Offer ends 731.20. Terms apply. See www.5hewin.com for details. Oh, my God. The play. Of the day. Check this out. Lopez top of the key hand off to Middleton. Chris driving. Oh, oh and a slam dunk for 50. 143, 130, 51 for Chris Middleton. And he did it with a powerful jam. Wow. Bucks Radio Network. I believe this is Will Smith. I don't know the name of the song, but it has something to do with the Milwaukee Bucks. You I know? don't know the Miami song. I think it's Miami. Hey, welcome to Miami. Song. Welcome to Miami. Okay. And I think it's a riff from, and the beat goes on. The, the music in the background is from the song before that. Which is very close to Welcome to Milwaukee. It's also very similar. Will Smith with Miami. Chris Middleton drops in 51 as uh, the Bucks beat the Wizards. He also added 10 rebounds. And then I was wondering when uh, the Greek Freak, Greek Freak didn't play last night, so... The Greek Freak had a game of 50 and 10 back in November without Chris Middleton in the lineup. And then last night, Middleton has his own 50 and 10 game without the Greek Freak. Controversy brewing? Question mark. Play of the day brought to you by LegalZoom. Go to LegalZoom.com today under the promo code Patrick. In the box at checkout, special savings. That's LegalZoom.com. Promo code Patrick. LegalZoom, where life meets legal. What's the poll question we're going to go with? Okay, uh, we put up Super Bowl MVP versus Heisman. 62% Super Bowl MVP. Okay, that's fine. It, Maybe it, because we're down at the Super Bowl, that helps. But yeah. yeah. There, normally you have a little bit of controversy during Super Bowl week. It used to be that there was always something that was said, usually on Monday or Tuesday, and then it was amplified because it's Super Bowl week. We haven't had that. There hasn't really been much buzz here. You know, Richard Sherman hasn't had anything to say about Patrick Mahomes or Honey Badger or Tyree Kill. Uh, nobody on the Chiefs is say. Well, I think you had Frank Clark say something about D Ford, but that's not going to get any headlines here. Wow. Yeah. Whoa, did you hear what Frank Clark said about D Ford? No, I, I didn't. I am not fond of D Ford. Yeah. Whoa. Yeah, wait, which guy's on which team again? Yeah. That's what the casual fan will say. Yeah. And, you know, we sometimes like to create some buzz, but I think because of the Kobe news that it just felt like that was, you know, quieted down considerably the last couple of days. And, you know, somebody may say something stupid, but, you know, the media doesn't get to talk to the players uh, now from Wednesday on. They get to talk to some of the coaches. I think you have final press conferences. I can't imagine, you know, Kyle Shanahan, the big controversy is 
His wife doesn't want him to change hats because it's a good luck hat. And Andy Reid, what's the controversy there? Hey, are you going to win the big one? Do you need to win the big one to be a Hall of Fame coach? Yes, McLeod. Do you think that any of the quarterbacks doing media Wednesday through Friday will say and give up anything that will help us figure out free agency? I think they're all here, except for Brady. Like Breeze, Dak. Are these guys going to give a hint to what they're thinking? I just want to know if Breeze is coming back, which he says he's either coming back to play for the Saints or he's not going to play. I think he's – unless you said he's got the Monday night job, or let's say Tony Romo goes to ESPN, then what happens? Does If you got him going to uh, Monday Night Football uh, or Tony Romo goes to Monday Night Football, then would you know he CBS consider him as a replacement there? And, you know, we started to talk about this prior to the start of the show. If I'm CBS and it's going to cost me 10 or $11 million to keep Tony Romo, I let him go to ESPN. Like, I mean, I, ESPN really needs it. It feels like that, you know, if they want to make a splash and you got somebody who's proven commodity and you can put him in there, I, it feels like you might get people, more people who are going to stay longer to watch Monday Night Football. It really comes down to how good the game is. Because if, if Seaton and Paulie were doing the, the Super Bowl on Fox, yeah, people aren't tuning out. You're yeah. still going to – no, they won't. They might turn down the volume, but they'll still watch the game. I don't know. I think I'm out. No? You'll yeah. be the first half. Yeah. Yeah, Paul. I know what you're saying because Tony Romo, he does the 1 o'clock or 4 o'clock national game for CBS, but it's not prime time. And when I hear Tony Romo's voice on those games, I'm like, oh, nice, this is fun, but I don't keep it on or turn it off because of him. Yeah, see. But there's something, I, I don't tune out when it's not Jim Nance and Tony Romo, but when it is Jim Nance and Tony Romo, it feels like a bigger game. You know that this is the, the big game, right? And I know that you don't need that for the Super Bowl, but just having the presence of people like that or like an Al Michaels, you know, and – it just brings things up a bit, you know? It feels like a bigger event. Well, that's why when people talked about Dick Vitale, as much as I love Dickie V, I, I didn't tune into a game. Like Duke and North Carolina, I'm still watching. Now, if you want to test just how popular an announcer is, an analyst is, put him on a bad game and see if people will watch a bad game because somebody is doing that. And I don't know how many broadcasters, analysts, and I agree, you know, Jim and Tony are a wonderful team. But I don't know if the ratings improve. The ratings are good because the game is good. Saquon Barkley, the Giants running back, will join us coming up in about 20 minutes from now. Gardner Minshew of the Jags and Barry Sanders will join us coming up as well. We got one hour in the book. Two more to go here on this Wednesday. Seton Pauly, Christian McLovin, yours truly here on the Dan Patrick Show. What's happening, everybody? This is the official Lakers podcast. I'm your host, Mike Trudell. Super pumped to be here, flanked by Aaron Lars Tool. You ready to go? I'm ready to go. Let's, Let's get it. it. I think the Lakers will be a top 10 defense. Can you call in your shot again? A team that has two stars or two superstars in this case, as LeBron and AD, can sometimes cancel each other out. But I think they're both good candidates for MVP. I really like the way that this team just feels to be around. Mm -hmm. the, uh, it's, a, it's a very clear message. It's two stars in LeBron and AD, and it's everybody else that's on board. The relationship that is developing between those two off the court and on the court, their cohesiveness on the court, I think in this case this is a special case that the two of them will enhance each other as opposed to taking away from each other. Be sure to rate, subscribe, and leave a review. Available on Apple Podcasts and Podcast One.
five-hour energy helps you get through your crazy on-the-go life. And now it comes in two great tropical flavors, strawberry banana and tropical burst. They're delicious and can transport you to a tropical paradise. Try them both, then vote for your favorite at 5hewin.com. You could be on the go to someplace you actually want to go. Offer ends 731.20. Terms apply. See www.5hewin.com for details.